Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Good morning. It is time to skip the BS. It's time for Undisputed. It's time to talk about a podcast called The Edge that all too often sends me over the edge. It's time to talk to Michael Irvin and Keyshawn Johnson about more controversial podcast comments made by Micah Parsons, who reacted to Jerry Jones' declaration that the Cowboys will go all in this offseason by saying this, and I quote, yeah, they're talking about how we're going all in this year. Man, that's what I would hope for. I'm 24 years old. I've been in this league three years, and I've kind of seen it all. I hope we go all in. I hope that we go out and get the players that we're missing because we didn't do that this year. I hope that we challenge ourselves to become better and become greater for us. Okay, I don't love all of that, but I'm going to start with my man, Michael Irvin, who wasn't here the last couple of days as we talked about the Jerry Jones quotes. But Michael, how do you interpret what Micah said on his podcast. Well, some I concur with, and then and then some things yeah. I, I, I just have to try to discern. But some things I do concur with. Like, like there have been opportunities, and we've come out here t- plenty of times, and we talked about it. There are players out there that could probably help the Dallas Cowboys. We talk about how they can help the Dallas Cowboys, and ultimately Jerry doesn't he, – he talks about maybe going to look into these players, but he doesn't yeah. go and do it. And And – and just getting sometimes a player that you know is in an area of need can lift your team and say, in the whole building, now you see everybody's all in. They haven't done that in a long time in Dallas. They haven't went got out of May, got a, a, a real game changer of a player. Are you talking I know like they have at trade Cooks. deadline? Or, yeah, at or, trade yeah, like, deadline. Yeah, okay. And that's what he's talking about, at the trade deadline. Yeah, okay, we, we've seen enough now to know what you're missing. Let's go and try to fill a piece, find, find, a, fill, find a hole and fill a hole. Get a piece that'll make a difference on our football team. You could have got anybody to help our run game this year. That, that's a hole that the Cowboys need. You can find anybody to help stop them. Just, just, just at least inquire about it. And, and, and he's right in that sense. Now, I, I like what Michael Parsons also said when he talked about he was embarrassed. He was embarrassed. Yep. He, he didn't want to be out. He didn't want to come out. He didn't want to be he around. He said he didn't want to go out in public. Yeah. seeing that, yeah. and I, I like hearing that. I, I think we got one player, maybe two players like that on defense. Maybe Michael Parks, Trayvon Diggs, but I need all 11 of those jokers to be this way. I need every player to be embarrassed when you put that kind of thing on, uh, on, on display in this kind of situation. I honestly hate that we're talking about it. My scars and pain is still, you know, I'm, I'm still in the midst of them. It's so much gloom in Dallas I, right I now. I was looking forward to getting back here. Yeah. The gloom is just it's overtaking me in Dallas, so I'm still not over it. But I hope Michael Parsons understands this. And here's how this is going to come back at him that he probably is not thinking about. 
We were just up here talking about the kind of number Michael Parson will be looking at because Nick Bosa just signed for $34 million a year, 33.333, whatever, million dollars a year. Michael Parsons is going to be looking to move past that number. Yeah. And people are going to say, now, remember, you said all in. Yeah. Where is that home exactly. court discount? Yeah. Discount? I'm just yeah, saying. Please. I know you. I see how you look at it, Key. I know you ain't never believed in that like No, that. I'm going to give you the discount. I'll give you the discount on my second veteran re-up deal. Not well, on my first. Well, I'm just saying. No, you I'm get the second saying. discount on the you get the discount on the second re-up. I guarantee this comes back up again. No, it probably will. Because, probably he, right. because he mentioned all in and everybody's going to talk about going all in. Yeah. I hope Jerry does that though. And I do agree. I hope Jerry does. I if somebody's out there to go help that run game, you, you knew you needed some help in the run game last year. You could have made some kind of move, any kind of move, indication saying this is what we're going to try to go do. I hope he does it this offseason. I hope he goes looking to a Derrick Henry to say, come on, let's try to put some more fire or put another hammer back in this offense. I, go, I hope he goes and look at uh, uh, Mike Evans. Since I'm not moving offensively, I stayed packed with my offensive coaches then I'm going to get me an extra player that can do something no matter what the situation is. And Mike Evans has had success no matter what quarterback is with him. That's what all-in is for me. Mm. What is all-in, what Jerry was saying? Is all-in going to get other players or is all-in paying the players that you have? And that's the all-in he was talking about. Right? Is, that, uh, is, it, is it paying Dak Prescott? Yeah. Is it paying C.D. Lamb? Is it paying Micah Parsons and whoever else? might be up on smaller type deals. Is that what he means all in? Or does he mean what Michael is talking about, Skip, which is we had the opportunity before the trade deadline, at the trade deadline, and even after the trade deadline to find some acquisitions that's on the streets that could potentially come and help us out. Earlier in the year, we kept talking about they need another receiver other than CD, other than CD. They brought in Martavius Bryant. We was like, okay, that may, but he never played. Never played. Never played. Never played. Never we talk about they need a big back, they need a big back, go trade a guy. They never acquired, they never did any of that. Oh, they need maybe a safety. Ah, they didn't need one because the Eagles got one. So we figured, okay, well, maybe they could find one. Oh, they need a linebacker, they need a linebacker. They kicked the doors open on the linebacker, but then he went to Philadelphia. Maybe that's what Michael Parsons is talking about. Mm. I'm okay with him saying that. There's no question about it. If he's there and he's looking and seeing there's certain things that's missing that could potentially help the team out, I'm okay with that. But now here comes the flip side, similar to what Michael is talking about. People are going to look at that big number. Not, not take a discount as far as a big number goes, because I don't want him taking a discount. I want him to get as much money as he can. Take a discount seven years from now. Not right now. Okay. Okay, because on your first deal at $17 million for four years, it's a lot of money. But that for an athlete isn't life-changing mm -mm. the way the second right. deal is. Right. No doubt. So right. when you get the second right. deal and the life-changing money, yep. now you could, you know, okay, I, I give you a hometown discount. Now, Keith, that's you up here talking because you have been in it. But those out there looking and hearing it, they, they don't know I that. Don't well, that's why and, I said what I said. For yeah. an athlete, yeah, it's not life-changing, okay? It's not. Right. Because there's be, taxes. If you really... Invested it. Well, I'm gonna give you the real, but I'm, but I'm, right, but I'm right, giving right. you 
the young, yeah. real yeah, yeah, perspective yeah, yeah, yeah. on that number. Yeah. You got to cut it in half. You got to get your agent his yeah. money, your PR person. Right. Da, da, da. And, so and when your you break family down, that's been waiting on yes. you to just mature like a stock. Yeah. You got to give them yeah. theirs. Too. And you would be <laughs> lucky, Skip. And, and you're going to splurge a little. You're going to you, buy man, yourself. Come on, man. Heard, Daddy. You heard, come on, man. I live in a two-bedroom apartment. I live in a two-bedroom right. apartment with six people and roaches. That's I'm right. not about right. to sit up here <laughs> and act like $17 million <laughs> is getting ready to change my life. As a <laughs> there weren't any roaches out here in L.A. <laughs> that was, they always say, I don't know. I don't know about roaches. No, they are around. Trust me. Roaches and rats. But anyway, what I'm going to get at. I'm thinking about my first date. I took my wife out on, we were in a Toyota Corolla. The, bo- the, the, the bottom of the car was out. Her shoe fell on the highway. What? I turned around and said, well, I'm going to go get that, baby. I just stick with me now. As soon as I get in the Her league, shoe we ain't going to have the bottom of the car. We're talking about where we're coming from. Yeah, we're just, yeah I didn't have, it was from? the bottom in the car. I had a car like that. I had a mat on mine. I had a mat, I had a mat over the top of mine. Me too. Yeah, I had a mat And she must have moved it, and the shoe fell out. I said, oh, God. Because of the metal, obviously, it gets all rusty. He rolled it away. He rolled it away. Yeah, yeah, well, okay. I sure did as a kid. And, and what happened when you got your first cowboy deal? Did you buy a car? Me and her a car. Uh-huh. Yes, I did. Okay. So, thank you. Her thank so you. to speak about so, the to speak about the money. Okay, he'll get what yeah, thirty-seven a million a year average, whatever that number is. People are going to look at that though and say, "Well, wait a minute, man. That's funny. Your postseason success. You one and three. You got one sack in four postseason games." They gonna point to that. They ain't pointing to save, discount, help the Cowboys. Cause Jerry got more money than God. The Cowboys have been one of the best okay. teams at manipulating the they, salary cap. But Michael okay. Parson ain't gonna be talking today. He's going to be talking to Jerry. And I have been in those negotiations with Jerry. And Jerry, Nick Bosa's money at 3 to 34, I remember Jerry Rice was the highest paid. And I went and talked with Jerry the same thing. You know what Jerry said to me? He said one time, you know, Nick Bosa, or in this case, Jerry Rice, he has to pay state taxes. Mike, you're going to be the highest payer. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's fine. I that's said, fine. Jerry, that sounds real good. Let's stop playing. He's going to try all of that. No, you can do He's that. He's not talking to people. But, but Michael Parsons fine. is going to be talking with Jerry that, Jones. That's fine. That's all but, but, but Michael Parsons also got representatives that, yeah, that right. they want to get the most because they're going to get what Correct. they need to get off the top, too. And, and they want their bread. They want theirs. So when you look at it, they're going to be looking at the postseason success. Another thing that I did not like about what Micah is saying, you've been in the league three years. You have not seen everything. That's what he said. You, I've you seen have it not all? seen it all. No. You've only been in the league three years. When you get the six but, years, seven years, eight years, now you've seen it all. Uh, but, you've seen it all. Uh, three, three years, you ain't seen three it all. Three years as a Dallas Cowboys, like six or seven anyway. This is why I don't This is why I attack <laughs> you, Michael, and I attack Skip. I because it goes back to well, the brand yeah. of the Dallas Cowboys yeah. and all the yeast that's put on top I of it. I tell y'all It does well. not work like that. Micah has to just look, man. He he he's got to figure out how to become a major difference maker, despite double does, teams, agreed. despite yeah. chips, despite all of those sort of things. I agree. Because, people, you're the guy. Mm. You are the guy of the team. When you I think of the guy. Dallas Cowboys and that defense, I think of number 11. I don't think about no damn digs. I think about number 11. I don't think about Lawrence. 
I think about number 11. You don't even think about Deron Bland. No, I do not. Setting the record for pick no, sixes. No, I do not. I think yep. about number 11. You do. When I watch the Dallas Cowboys I watch defense, 11. I'm looking I'm to see what. I'm, I'm getting focused. ready to see what 11 going to do. Where is 11? Is he going to split the double team? Yeah. Is he going to spin move? Is he going to close? Is he on the edge or lined up in the A That's what I'm BF? looking for. Okay. And right. that's the reality of it, Skip. So he's got he's to gotta know these things he when does. he's talking like that. Okay. I've gone back and forth lately with Micah, and I, from my really? heart, I, 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 I want to love Micah Parsons. I'm trying hard to love him because he is a gifted young man. Yes. And there are stretches over these three years when I have been literally in awe of how he can impact and terrorize an opponent because he can wreck a game. I've seen it with my own two eyes, but I haven't seen it consistently down the stretch of the last two seasons because he probably doesn't have quite his man body yet and he does get beaten up and worn down. He's still 245-ish pounds instead of 265. And for whatever reason, his sacks and his impacts start to fall off down the stretch. So here's the problem. Against Green Bay, just statistically, he had his worst pass rushing game of his career. I'm just talking about raw numbers. And that's all I have to go on. My eye test told me he did get two early holding calls, and that's big credit to him because he was getting none, but he did force those things to happen. But obviously they were down 27 to nothing before halftime, and you and I are just, like, drowning in it, and, and we don't even like to talk about it because it, it was— I'm still not well. It, it, it was beyond incomprehensible that the Dallas Cowboys could lay that big of a playoff egg at home— with the two seed against the seven seed with potentially back-to-back -back playoff games, the second one against the Detroit Lions, who we, by Hooker Crook, had beaten before, and we surely could have beaten them again to get back to our first NFC Championship game in low these 28 years. And that happened. And after that game, Micah Parsons ducked. He did not speak to the media. You and I both talked about going into this season, this was a crucial coming out season when, where he would take the team over on and off the field, where he would become the leader of the team because he's the best player on the team. And he ducks the media after the game. And I did not love that. So he waits a week and then he speaks on his podcast, which obviously is unchallenged. So you're not talking to the reporter. So nobody can cross-examine a quote like this where you say, uh, we, we got to get the players that we're missing because we didn't do that this year. And we sit here and say, well, what exactly did you mean? Are you talking about the trade deadline or before the year? Well, here's the hypocritical 2020 hindsight of that. Going into that Green Bay game, you flipped around and you said, I, I think they're going to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, they beat, I don't know what they, they did something. And they beat made, Washington at the, the, the Yeah, look, the they look seat. good or something okay. and they got the two seed. Okay, but they but would, you said, you know what, I, I'm, I'm going to flip yeah. my script and I'm going to yeah. go, I'm going to go, they're going to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You picked them to go to the Super Bowl before the season. I picked before the season. We're hanging in there. We got our pom-poms out before that game. Did any of the three of us think this was a deeply flawed football team? Because I'll be the first to say I did not. I'm, I'm talking about deep flawed. I, I didn't see deep flaws. I, mean, I thought they were pretty good, maybe very good. Yeah. If they could play up they to their flaws. potential. 
Yeah, yeah they, they, they had but his, you didn't they say his. that. You you no, said they, they're they, going they, to the flaw, One of the flaws is they didn't have a big back, a powerful okay. back. All right. right. That but, was but a but flaw. But we had Hammer. seen little bursts from Tony Pollard, who had a breakout year the year Go before, but he, he could not come back from what is a career-threatening surgery. Defensively, you kept, trying to, you kept trying to sell me on, what's the, the nose tackle's name? Uh... Is it Ma Mossy? Mossy? Mossy Smith. Smith. You kept trying wow. to tell me he could plug the middle. First round pick. He could plug yeah. the middle. He could plug the middle. Out of Michigan. They yep. gashed y'all yep. all did. year long in they the run did. game. Okay. And, and Aaron Jones did came back off an injury. He did. And had a field day. Okay. All right. I got it. But, that, but you, you now you're looking back because you got 20-20 hindsight. But going into that game, you picked Dallas to win that game. We I, all picked I Dallas. Absolutely right. picked okay. Dallas. All right. Just for the record. So if you're the team leader. I need you to own the fact you did not play up to your potential in that game, and I don't need to hear this publicly. If you want to say it privately to Jerry or to Mike McCarr, whoever you want to tell you, you, you know, inside, keep it to yourself. But I don't know what good it does to, to put that out in public, except it sounds like you're making an excuse, like, well, I did my best, but we just weren't good enough because Jerry didn't plug the holes. You know, I don't right? think, I don't I don't think, think he's that he's saying that at all, Skip. I don't think he's making that as an excuse. I don't think he's saying that. He's just saying that we need some help. Other teams went and got help. Right. You, you laugh at me about Chase Young and the San Francisco 49ers because Washington said goodbye. Chase Young playing on Sunday in the Super Bowl. Well, he is. Okay. I, I don't know that he's had a whole lot to do with oh, that. No, he's had, that, no, that, no, no, that, no, 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 no. I, I, I was just talking he about He has had a lot to do. I just talked He has had a lot to do. Maybe not statistically, but being there, attacking, holding guys up so that other guys can get free, okay. harassing the quarterback, being around, Why that goes okay a long way. But it's not okay for Michael. You see what I mean? You what you mean it's said, not okay for Chase? You just said Michael has to do more than just being there holding people up. But Chase no, no, can no, just... No, 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 I did not say I'm, Michael... I, I did not say... Micah needs you to do said, more by holding people you up. You said he needs to do more than just hold people. He needs to get through those double teams. Yes. He needs to make yes. the plays. Yes. But Chase Young, all you, know you why? got... You know why? No, Chase you know Young why? doesn't have you know to why? make you it. You know why? And, and, you know and, why? Okay. Because Chase Young is not the leader on that defense Nick Bosa is. Okay. okay, Michael Parsons is the leader on y'all defense. Yes. That's why he needs to yes. do more. Right. Chase Young is a piece. He's just a piece of garnish. And Mike it, Parsons is a baby. A baby piece. Mm -hmm. They're still learning. I mean, Michael, take the cowboy glasses off. Out. He is, no, no, take, no, no, take no, no, them no. off, man. These, these are the reality glasses. If you was in that Michael locker Parsons room. Michael Parsons has been all pro all if three you, years. If you were in that locker so, room. So, so he's doing things. He's playing well. He's playing well. I never, I never what he's said saying that. is, I, I, we do want, we need, we need help. When I talk to you about each game is about gathering information. Each oh week, God. you gather that information. You knew what you needed at the trade deadline and what was possibly going to be an issue. How many down years y'all gonna keep gathering so information? So you try to feel that, and that's all I'm doing is explain what Michael Parsons saying. From the information we gather, we should make moves to go try to get players at the trade deadline and say, let's boost the areas that you need help from the information you gathered from the games prior to. That's what he's saying. I don't think Michael Parson is saying, well, I'm not going to play well. Or, or, he, I, I, I don't think you, he's you saying see, that either. But I'm just saying, you just said Chase Young is okay. Chase, Chase Young Chase don't Young, have to get the quarterback Chase with Michael Young is not. Chase Young is not measured at the same standards. It doesn't matter. His career is being revived right now. Michael Parsons is the face of the Dallas Cowboys defense, Michael. Come and on he's now. All pro all three years. I, I, you guys got come on now. Come on, come on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
He, yeah. You can't be better than all pro all I'm three not years. talking do I about. Want better, do I want better uh, uh, playoff numbers? Do I want better playoff uh, uh, wins? Yes. But we're, we're, we're rolling down a wrong road here trying to kill Michael Parsons it's when not, he put us all not, pro all three years. It's killing him. It's explaining, Skip, about the things that he needs to do. Michael, if you was in that damn locker room and he came out there in four postseason games and gave you one sack and eight tackles in four postseason games, mm. could you only imagine how disgusted you would be driving home on that highway in that convertible Mercedes. Okay, and let me tell you how that sounds. Oh, Not man. I remember them playing San Francisco, and San Fran only putting up 18, 19 points 19, in one game. Yeah. It does. So, 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 so wait, 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 wait a minute. Ultimately, the bottom line is how many points did they put up? What did the defense do? You want to focus on the sacks and all that stuff and the pressures and all that? You can do that. But the bottom line is 19 points in the NFL should be enough to win any game. And he held San Fran to that. So that's all I'm saying. Y'all got to give him credit for the reality I, of what I, happened. I'm going to leave it alone because I ain't going to never win this conversation with you when well, it comes to the Dallas it's Cowboys. It's a discussion, it, not a conversation, not, not an argument. It's just a discussion. I didn't say argument. I'm just saying it's just a discussion. I didn't all say right? argument. So, Keyshawn, how much did Kevin Byard and Shaq Leonard help the Philadelphia Eagles defense? Not, 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 not any at all. all. Not, they, not they any were, at all. The they defense, were even worse than we ended up being. They didn't help them at all. They went yeah. and got two guys that they felt could help the defense at the same time they replaced the defensive coordinator. Yeah. Okay, they thought that. It did not help them at all whatsoever. Yeah. But that's Philadelphia's defense. It's not Dallas's defense. If you bring them guys in on your defense, maybe it boosts your defense because they're in a different scheme and a different situation where they're not on two defensive coordinators in one year, Skip. Well, maybe. Maybe. All right. So, so back to both of your points. At some point, Mike is going to have to put his money where his mouth is because Michael again, don't think so. Okay. Michael Irvin don't think All so. Right. Okay, but no, I think my, he my is point is, the window was much more open this past mm -hmm. season because you had the CD and Mike on these contracts, and you still had Dak on his quote unquote right. old contract, and all of a sudden, Jerry Jones is facing three behemoths coming up. Yeah. Because you got to figure yep. this out, and it's not going to be that easy. It's going to be much harder this offseason yep. to add pieces because you have to make sure about keeping the pieces in place. And they are huge pieces, even though they didn't give you anything in this postseason, right? And that's why the sale is not necessarily money, but opportunity. You know, you, you, you go to the Derrick Henrys or the Mike Evans, and I don't know that they're going to get top dollars, or you yeah. can, you, you, but you can sell opportunity on them, to them. They, they'll come in, and they can be a special part of a special team and help this team get over the hump. Okay. That's the opportunity they could enjoy. They can enjoy. <sighs> Key, I don't care how you're looking at it. Derrick Henry, can you imagine Derrick Henry coming to help the See, Cowboys? See, the, reason, the reason I don't like Can you imagine Mike Evans? The reason I don't like him with this, he almost made me cuss, Skip. Why is it making you curse? Because you're sitting up trying to sell the Dallas Cowboys and tell these dudes to take less money. Wait, 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 wait. The Cowboys ain't won a damn Super Bowl in 28 years, Michael. Right. This is not the New England Patriots right. where they right. can take right. pennies yeah, on the that. dollar. Right. Will you stop? Why anybody say take pennies on the dollar? But okay, I call it pennies on the dollar. You call it top dollar. I call it pennies on the dollar because what you're trying to say is join my franchise and my team with hope of getting oh. to a Super Bowl. No. With the New England what? Patriots, Skip, they come to you and they say, hey, C-12 over there, yeah, C-55 yep. and 54 mm -hmm. and 24, mm -hmm. come join us. That's correct. Because we're going to go to the Super Bowl. 
That ain't the same. Well, it ain't the same. I, I, I hear you. No, okay. you hear me. I want you to uh, listen. So, <laughs> Sean, you're saying Micah I'm shouldn't not, take 90 cents on the dollar when he negotiates his next Man, he deal? should get every damn penny. Right. It ain't about... It, it, every but, penny. But what I'm talking about is a veteran guy who's, who says, I don't want to go over here to this team for $25 million. I'll take $20 million and a chance to win a football win games with the Dallas Cowboys. I'll take $22 million. There's guys out there that... But I'd rather go to... I'd rather... I, me no. personally... Yeah. I'd rather go to San Francisco in the end. I'd rather go to what? Yeah, what? Those opportunities. I'd rather go to Cincinnati's in the end, Kansas City's in the end. Why, why would I want to go to the Cowboys yeah. and be home? Because you talk about them every day on TV. Oh, Michael, we ain't talking about, about Cincinnati. Don't nobody all care about that. Year. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Okay, so the Seahawks fire 72-year-old Pete Carroll and they hire 36-year-old Mike McDonald, Ravens defensive coordinator, and they go from the NFL's oldest coach to now the youngest coach. So gut feeling, Michael, how will this work out? Now, and I do think teams like to try to win Super Bowls like they had them before. You know, we, we watch out here the Rams. They had a greatest show on turf, and then they came back with this iteration of a great offense and went to a Super Bowl. We're still looking for triplets in Dallas. And the way Seattle won their Super Bowl was, boy, that Legion of Boom defense. You know what I mean? So we're still trying to go back. Let's build that great defense and, and, and see if we can capture those glory days again. And, and Coach McDonald did a pretty good job, great job, actually, to that last game. And, and with, the Ra- with the Ravens, I mean, all year creating what he calls simulated pressure, where he's rushing four people but make you believe that he's rushing more than four and you're getting rid of the ball. He did a great job. He did a great job. And I suspect he'll do a pretty good job in Seattle on defense. Now, I'm still going to wonder because in this game, it's what are you doing at the quarterback position? You know, you got Geno there and Geno just signed his deal. So he has... Another two years on his deal. 
but what's going on after Gino? And I thought they were going to, whenever I see a team that's looking for a quarterback, I'm always thinking that has to be their first priority. I know Gino's there, but you're going to be looking for a quarterback. By the end of this contract for Gino, if you don't get any farther than you've been getting. So, so this is going to be an interesting hire because I want to see what he does with that offensive side of the football. Mm. But I like what he did in, in, in Baltimore until that last game when he let the only thing in the world that could beat him, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, go 11 for 11 in that game. And we never made any adjustments. Or he never made any adjustments to do something about that. But it's a great hire. For Seattle, if he can do, well, they, they the play well in the second. They play kind of well in the second half. No, they, they did. They, they shut him well. down in yeah. the second half. Mm -hmm. They shut him down, but he needed to shut down eleven. I mean, shut down uh, uh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Should I be skeptical here? Thirty-six years old. You're different at thirty-six years old as a defensive coordinator yeah. than you are a fifty-year-old head coach who's got some scars and some battles and some of those sort of things. I've seen it on both sides. I've seen a young head coach and, and Sean McVay understand that I need to hire an old gray wizard in mm -hmm. Wade Phillips, yep. and I just need to concentrate on the offensive side of the ball and manage the team. And one of the first things I told Sean, and Sean, I tell you, I told him, I said, here, man. I've been knowing Sean since Sean was with us at the Tampa days when mm -hmm. he was just trying to understand how to be around a football team. Mm -hmm. I told Sean, I said, whatever you do, be yourself. Don't try to duplicate John Gruden. Yep. I want you to be you because the players are going to see through you. They're going to see right through you with the phoniness. And I tell all young head coaches the same thing. And the reason I'm a little skeptical of this is because Brandon Staley was the first time defensive coordinator that had a pretty good defense in Los Angeles with the Rams who got him hired with the Chargers. Things just went different because when you're a coordinator – Versus a head coach. There you go. You're managing everything, yep. even if you are calling the defense still. Mm -hmm. You right. still got to figure out what you want to call on offense because they got to check with you. Mm -hmm. Unless you're just going to get carte blanche to them and say, hey, man, you just yeah. you do whatever you want to do. You still got to call timeouts. You still got a challenge flag. It's a lot you got to deal with. Personal players with personal issues. You got to have this is in college football and the media, but, but you, you still got to have a conversation with them. Yeah, you still have to have a conversation with players, the media, all of those sort of things. So I'm still a little reserved it, on the on the surface. It looks like a tremendous hire based on what the Ravens were able to do on defense. Yeah. But the Ravens have been able to do that on defense no matter it's a, it's who's a calling it. You, go all, you go all the way back to Marvin Lewis. Do you? And to Rex. And then yeah. Rex. Yeah. And you just keep just going. Keep, you just keep going. Yeah. Every coordinator. Wink Martindale. Wink Martindale. You just keep going. Yep. They're yep. all able to do but it. it so this is a different challenge now. And that's the thing that has me with a little bit of pause. Yeah. Because now you got to understand there are no... Roquan Smith's over there for you anymore. Nope. I mean, Bobby Wagner's still great, but Bobby Wagner getting up there at age. Mm -hmm. So it's just a little bit different. I think it's I think it's a good hire. I'm just a little bit at pause with it. Okay. Because I don't know what type of head coach he could mm -hmm. potentially be. All right. I have no idea what to make of it because it's a complete X factor hire to me. Look back at Mike McDonald's history. Yeah. His resume. 
He went to Georgia, but not to play football. He didn't play football. Grad, grad assistant. He was just, a, but but he just went to school yeah. and he helped coach a high school team while he was a student at Georgia, yeah. majoring in finance. And then he got his master's at Georgia as a graduate assistant in sports management. So he's a smart young man. Give him that. And then he hooked on with John Harbaugh as just. A glorified gopher. He's quality control. You know, he's doing 20, the twenty twenty four teams. Get back coach. Yeah. Right. Get back coach. Get back coach. Okay, he's one of those. And that was in right. twenty fourteen. Right. That wasn't long ago. Okay, and slowly but surely he moved up the ladder, DBs and linebackers, and then all of a sudden he he inherits this legacy. And I'm not saying he's not really good at what he did last year. They were really good. They were the best defense in pro football the whole year. So yeah. I, I give him high yeah. marks for that. But I've said this for years and years. In the sport that you play, the National Football League, the coaching feeder system is incredibly flawed because there's no minor league. At least you, in the NBA, you got the G League, used to be the yeah. CBA, the Continental Basketball Association, where Phil Jackson can go win a championship in the CBA, and then you say, he looks like he's ready to be the Bulls coach, yeah. right? Because you saw he could actually run a whole organization right. as the right. head coach. Even he, without Michael Jordan. Yeah, even without Michael Jordan. But in this case... Mike McDonald has no idea what he's about to get into because he's never remotely done what is about to be asked of him because, as you know all too well, just to coordinate one side of the ball and to meet with one side of the ball and have no other responsibilities has virtually nothing to do with being a head coach in the National Football League. At all. It just doesn't have anything. But so you have no head coaching experience. At least Jimmy Johnson had proven, as you right. know all too well, at the college level, he won a national championship. He'd been the head coach at Oklahoma State. He had been a head You could see, oh, he's doing He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Again, Matt Rule would, would be the opposite of that because you think, well, he won at Baylor, but, but he was not head coaching material at the next, at the highest level. So now he's back at Nebraska where he belongs. Okay, <laughs> right? And so it, it can work both ways. But listen, the NFL highway is littered with the bones of coordinators who were not qualified to be head coaches, but because of the success of the football team, like, like Jimmy's, all the assistants, they all got jobs because that's what happens. Or, or Arthur Smith. Chess. Check yeah. Arthur Smith okay. from Arthur Atlanta. Smith. Okay. Yeah, but these right. guys, these, these guys totally understand what you guys are talking about. You know, as a coordinator, I like to say your focus is on the 180. Yeah. You're just worried about your side. Your side. As a head coach, your focus has to be on the whole, the whole 360. Thing. And sometimes Everything. It, it dilutes your Everything. ability right. to coach right. the side of the ball that you're best at. Right. It can. Right. It can. Right. And, and, and that's the important part right here. Now, how do you, what Keith was talking about, how do you manage having uh, a balanced team where defense, you're doing something that yeah. works with the offense. Yeah. The offense, you're doing what works with the defense, complementary football. And how do you get all of that on the same page? I got to imagine that these guys have trained themselves as they got ready. You know, Mike McDonald has he's come through the ranks and coaches have helped him by putting that each level so he can coach. That's yeah. one thing I think is a good thing. So because when you coach all these different levels, you understand all the different positions. And, and, and I know he has to be ready. It's just those little no, things, might, Keith. It's the little things like time management. Time Should I call yeah. the timeout? Yeah. Do I throw that red yeah. flag? Don't, you got to have somebody in his ear upstairs to help him with that, that mm -hmm. has done that. You got to have, least, right, you gotta have right. the right staff, but part right. of, part of, it, it have part somebody of help him. having the right staff, and, and I only know this because I've been, I played and I've been around 
coaches for umpteen years at different stops, and I deal with coaches literally every single day just for a number of different reasons. When you talk about young head coaches and you look at the resumes of young head coaches, and I'll point to Mike McDaniel at Miami. He got a real resume because he started in Denver with the Shanahan's. And all he did was bounce around right. to different organizations with yep. the Shanahan's. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so now he was ready because he'd have been around it enough. He's only been with the Ravens, okay? And so when you talk about having control of a position, the first time he had control of a position was 2017 as a defensive back coach. Mm. Other than that, he was getting me some coffee he here and there. Get that off the fax That's machine. Well, why don't you find out if, if Doris is booking yeah. our travel? That's what he was doing until 2017, essentially. So right. it's a short window right there where he had a unit that he was in control of. Okay. Has now, he ever given a speach to a team before a game or during halftime? I'm sure well, I'm as sure a defensive he, coordinator he, he probably he has. I don't think he's spoken to the whole football team. I'll bet he's never had. He probably, he probably has maybe. Yeah, I'm sure he probably has. Usually, usually a coach like that, a defensive coordinator, will, talk to the whole team at halftime because the unit is doing one thing and they should be doing another and he gets everybody up and the head coach will allow right. him to do right, such. Right. My biggest thing for him is hiring the right staff because when you haven't, you don't have a Rolodex of coaches that you've been with, yeah. it's hard to find somebody who's not trying to undermine you to get a job True. as a head coach. Yep. I, I'm just telling you what I know and what I've heard. That's all I'm trying to tell you. Okay. But I think he'll, I think he'll be okay. The one thing you can so do young, though, when man. you interview a 36-year-old, you can look in his eyes, and do you see and feel a natural-born leader of men? Because that's the essence right. of that, that job is right. to lead right. other humans into battle. Right, right. And you, you guys knew Jimmy Johnson was just natural-born. Bill Parcells, natural-born leader. You could just... Right? You, you just walk into the, the room. Psychology. You know, understood the psychology of people and of players and yeah. everything. Maybe they, he can give they, them they a few that. Phil Jackson yeah. books or something. Right. But mm -hmm. let me let me say this too, Coach. When guys start, and I heard somebody talking about it, I don't know, one of Bill Belichick's pupils, talking about how Bill, he started as his quality control guy. Yeah. And Bill used to make him draw up every defense. Yes. And then every offense. And, and that, that, that they were preparing to play. And he learned so much about football <laughs> yeah. in this time. So we, we, we laugh and mess with him. No, I'm players. laughing. I know. Well, I'm saying, <laughs> we, all, we call him the get-back coach. Coach, because all he does really when they're quiet, coach, is get back, get back on the sideline, get back. That's all. But these guys do so much studying in the game because they have that piece where they got to draw all these plays that they really do learn a lot of the game. And if they have that ability to lead, yep. they learn fast because they're smart people. And you see them draw, raising, no, up I, the I, I, I raising up the ladder. I laugh because you bring me back. You mentioned Belichick. So obviously he was right. my defensive coordinator. And I was on our minute defense when I played with the Jets. And literally, I would watch... So a minute defense. Come on, man. Right. Ain't nothing but throwing a pass here and there. And, man, I watch so much tape and I have to study so many different formations. Right. I'm like, man, they gonna go to trips. And one dude over here, why you got me looking at stuff today? But that's right. You're talking about a Hail Mary kind yes. of defense? Right. Yeah, yeah minute broke defense. It down but all he was literally ways. that's what I'm talking literally about. Literally breaking that's me down about, and having me sit and watch right. an hour and a half to two hours of film on stuff that was 
five years ago from this offensive coordinator yeah. that was with another team, but okay. this is what he might do. That's a t- I used t- to be t- like, t- come t- on, man. You're yep. killing me right now. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get ready for the club, man. I'm looking at you, tap me on the. I don't want tap me on. Why, why, why you, why you running that mouth in when I talk about that's what we need in Dallas? You know, you know, need. You see, we not talking about that right But I'm just saying, it comes out of your spews, out of your mouth. It ain't. We ain't talking about this. You don't think McCarthy does that? No, not when I saw a third and three and the cornerback was 15 yards off the tight end. No. no. See, that's what I was talking about. No. I'm just saying. That's all. But we, we, I digress. By the way, <laughs> one, dealing in my pain. I do got a pick in the league. One last, positive, <laughs> one last positive on Mike McDonald. I read several quotes from veteran Raven leaders yeah. who stood for him. Okay. They, they right. did. And so that so that's a spoke highly of He's a leader of men. Yeah, yeah. right. Aaron Donald spoke highly and of defense, Brian. you need that more than anything. That is daily, too. Right. How, did that, about how did that work out? <laughs> He's only there for one year. You know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, that's what, the, that's what happens more often than not. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And we have breaking news. According to multiple reports, Dan Quinn has been hired by the Washington Commanders. Michael Irvin, your reaction. Well, I, it's so funny because we were just messing around and joking about <laughs> it, but I was jokingly serious. I appreciate Jokingly serious. I was jokingly yeah, serious. Yeah. I, I appreciate the service and what Dan <laughs> has given us and what he's brought to the Dallas Cowboys, but I also had concerns over the years about the run defense, and, mm. and I want to congratulate him on, on, on getting another head coaching job in, 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 with the Washington Commanders and having this new opportunity. Um. My feelings about it is, again, again, I watched the last three years a defense that that wasn't able to stop the run in 2021 under Dan. Quinn, that defense, run defense was ranked 16. In 2022, that run defense matched the year. It was ranked 22nd. In, in, In 2023, they went back to ranking 16. Take that to Washington. Take that to Washington. I'm okay with that. You take it to Washington, and we couldn't run, and maybe we can run next year in Washington. But, you know, I, I, I'm just saying. I, I, I'm okay with Dan Quinn. I hope him the best. I wish for him the best. And I wish we can go find somebody that can figure out a way to stop the run or at least figure out a way that the holes don't be so big that Mack trucks can ride through mm-hmm. them and drive right around them and make sure that we don't have anybody running wide open like we had in the playoffs, like I didn't see other teams have. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him, and congratulations, man. Best of luck. Thank you for what you've done here with Dallas, and, mm. and, and, and best of luck in Washington. And are you saying said. you will not be afraid of him coaching the Washington Commanders? Oh, no. Oh, not, no. I'm, not, I'm not worried about Dan coaching the Washington Commanders. I hope yeah. we have a great, great career. Just don't beat the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> and, and here. If the Dallas, if everybody can run on your defense, and Dallas Cowboys couldn't run that, that why, and, and couldn't run on anybody else, but 
they'll be able to run on your defense. I'm okay with them yeah. hiring Dan Quinn. All right. Everybody run on Dan's off on, on, on Dan's defense. So we're okay with that, kid. Mm. You, you know, like you, that you, hire? You, you know he was a pretty good head coach for his first, what, four years in Atlanta? Yeah. Three. Three? Yep. Okay. So yeah. this is his first year. Yeah. So his first three, you could potentially have some issues with him his first three mm. years. Because then he went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, but, but, he, but then yeah, it started to fade. I don't care who he had. Who does he have now? I don't know. Office? Hopefully he keeps Eric Bieniemy, but so, I don't so, know. So if you want to get, that's what I'm saying. This one's what, 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 We want to give Dan Quinn all the credit for giving Atlanta to the Super Bowl. That was Kyle Shanahan. He's the head coach. You can't take the credit that. away from the head coach, man. But I can't, But he can't take Kyle Shanahan to Washington. I understand. So that. if he could take Cal Shanahan and Washington, I'm sick of my boots. Oh, uh, all, 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 all but he can't, so I'm okay. All I'm saying to you is he's been successful yes. as a coach in the National Football League, both as an assistant and as a head coach. He's been successful. Yeah. I understand you want to pound your chest and I, say you're not I, worried about that. I'm not saying he wasn't successful. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't necessarily be worried either if I feel a certain way about the Cowboys the same way you do. But at the same time, he is a coach that has done this before. Now, it's about the players that you're going to assemble and put build around. It's about mm -hmm. your coaching staff. Can he get the players? We certainly know the front office is going to do everything within their power to build a, a juggernaut in Washington. We yep. already know that mm -hmm. because we know the owners and we know some of the personnel people that's there. Here's what I would say. Sometimes... Your run defense struggle at the same time as your offense struggle. Offense helps the defense out sometimes. You know, that it, it rests them up, do certain things. When you got Kellen Moore throwing the ball all over the right. lot and you right. going three and out or six and out and the defense is right back on the field, you're going to get run, you know, the guys are going to get run on. That's just the reality of it. I don't think it's scheme because his scheme has shown that he has the ability, that scheme has the ability to be good in the National Football League. It, it's certainly not the scheme. They won Super Bowls in Seattle and gone to Super Bowls in Atlanta. You're telling me he, as the Atlanta head coach, he decided he's going to run a whole other scheme than, than he ran in Seattle? Because you wasn't complaining about that when y'all got rid of Mike Nolan and brought in Dan Quinn to be your defensive coordinator. Y'all was jumping up and down with pom-poms. Mm. Well, he was better than Mike Nolan. Mm. He was better, and he communicated better. Remember, he came in and talked with the players. The players were upset because they had no communication with Coach Nolan. And, and Dan came in and put rap music on and talked to them in their language and all of that kind of stuff, and everything worked out great. Mm. And it is. He's done a pretty good job. But what I'm saying is reality, too. We haven't been able to stop the run in the last few years. Maybe and, you and, ain't got the defensive people up front but it's when I said that a around. moment ago, when I said that a moment ago, we only have Mike Parsons, you said, no, 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 you wouldn't take that. But now you're telling me you'll take that. No, no, I didn't say, I said maybe, Michael. That's mm. what I said. Maybe you, know you just saying? don't have the, the, the front that you thought you had. Right. Maybe that's the case. Maybe the front in Washington in this particular scheme is better than the front in Dallas in this scheme. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. I'm with that. I'm with that. It may be real. You want me to send Lyft or and you want me to send Uber? Uh, you can send my personal assistant. Uh-huh. He at the house. I can tell him to leave mm. and go right now. Yeah. There you go. I'll skip y'all, Fuddy. So, Dak to follow him. Y'all want Dak to go too, Skip? No. No, no we want oh, yeah, to hang around the rim. Okay. We want to hang around the rim. Dak keeps us hanging around the rim until the basket goes in. We got to hang around the rim. Right now, I fear in Washington Josh Harris because he's a much smarter 
and better owner than the previous owner was in Washington. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's not hard to be, See, but he just is. Yeah. I don't fear Dan Quinn, and I am amused by the fact that both Philly and Washington have now made recent hires that are Dallas-driven hires because those two franchises, trust me on this, they live to beat the Dallas mm -hmm. Cowboys. Right. By the way, true. we are the defending champions in the yes. division. We did win the division by hook or crook. We maybe backed into it because Philly fell on its face. But we did win it, and they live to beat us twice a year because they have Dallas weeks twice a year. We don't have Philly weeks or Washington weeks because we just play the games like they're just another game to us. But they went and got our former okay. offensive coordinator in Philadelphia, Kellen Moore, and I respect him. And they just went now in Washington and got our former defensive coordinator to be their head coach. And I respect Dan Quinn's charisma because he has a natural born sort of flavor to him. He's easy to be around. He's inspirational. He pulls his cap on backwards and he's fiery and, and he's a good motivational speaker as opposed to our current head coach. So I'm gonna give him all of the above. But when I look at his track record, he inherited the Legion of Boom for two years in Seattle as their coordinator in 13 and 14. And that vaulted him all the way to Atlanta to be the head coach. And you ask he, and he goes eight and eight in his first year. He had Matt Ryan, who was playing at a very high level, because in the second year, Matt Ryan won the MVP with Kyle calling the plays. And they go all the way to a Super Bowl. They're up 28 to three, middle of the third quarter. And you know the rest of the story. And it's Kyle's fault, and it's Dan Quinn's fault, and they just... It was the all-time Super Bowl collapse as Tom Brady threw for 246 yards right. in the fourth quarter and overtime to pull it out. And, and I'm going to tell you guys, yeah. I don't put that on Dan. Mm. I don't put that on Dan. I put that on Kyle. Yeah. I put that on Kyle because I thought Kyle was trying to get Matt Ryan the MVP when he should have been handing that ball off. They would have won that game. You see what I mean? So I get because they were, they were, they were up. But he, had, but he had Kyle Shanahan. Yes. So, That's I, what you, yes, I'm telling you, Kyle got him there, him. Yeah. and I'm blaming yeah. Kyle for that loss. I'm not even putting it on Dan. I'm not putting it on Good. Mm. So, so, that, so, so but, but here's my only concern with it, and I didn't mean to cut you, Skip. Mm. I remember Norv took that Washington job. He did? Norv Turner? Norv Turner mm -hmm. took that Washington job as our offensive coordinator, and, and, and there were conversations when my deal came up about me going over to Washington. And I, that opportunity was going to be there. I did not even look at it. I'm a little worried that Michael Parson may look at that opportunity down the line mm. when it comes. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Okay. If Dan right. Quinn is still in Washington. A different, different now, rules, now, right? now, Jerry will have to do and will do what he needs to do to keep him intact with all the tags and everything. Mm. But still, but still, rules. but still, they will have it, you, you know, and, and, and oh, for sure. trust me, they're going to come after him. Well, not mm. only Michael Parsons, anybody that, that is, has the ability to leave and you've coached them for three years, that coach is going to bring people that know their systems and, and can teach it and stuff like that. So I wouldn't be yeah. shocked if there was a number of Dallas Cowboy defensive players that would go over to Washington. Right. I wouldn't but, be shocked. But, but, but there's two things when I say the Michael Parsons things. It's not just, okay, you get players. You're doing two things. You're raising yours and crippling theirs. Yeah. Yes, when absolutely. You take Michael Parsons. You want to take somebody else? You want to take them? You take them. But you take Michael Parsons now, that, that's something different. Yeah, but you that's, know just, the relationship so, that's just so with. hard. And I was this close because of my relationship with Norm Turner. Mm. I was that close. So, so I, I do worry about so that. So who's the next D.C.? Al Harris. Has mm. to be. 
Mm, that would be interesting mm-hmm. to see if someone would go, if he would go that route right now. But I think I'm, I'll say this, Jerry. You got to do everything you can to keep Al Harris in house. I wonder. I and wonder. With Trayvon Diggs coming back next year, you got to do mm, everything you can. I wonder if he would look at Mike Zimmer as the DC. Mm. Yep, what Zimmer. are Mike's ties to Dion? As he? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that he's. I don't know that he's calling the defense. Prime said to us yeah, the other day, he's right, right, hiring yeah. a defensive coordinator. Yeah. So I don't know. And Zim is his dude. Mm-hmm. And Zim is Prime's dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, but Zim, his dude, dude. Yeah, but but he, he, he dude, I'm sure Zim wants to coach again. Right, he would bless right, it. Right, right, right. He like, would. Go oh, yeah, to Dallas. Time, yeah, of course. Time would love it. Time yeah. would love it. But I'm just. But I'm just. I'm just yeah. thinking, defensive coordinators. Y'all have to replace now Dan Quinn. And I know we and, all want Al to get the job, but. They, you know how that could be. You know how yeah. coach, you know how owners and people and Mike McCarthy ain't no they, telling. They, they, they think he can Ron do Rivera. it or not. They mm-hmm. talked about Ron Rivera back and forth over in Dallas, and maybe if Dan Quinn went over, they would do a oh, okay. a flop and a swap. But but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't mind as long as Al Harris is coaching the Dallas Cowboys somehow, some way. Yeah. I, I can work with a defensive mm. coordinator, but I need to keep Al. All right, so it did fall apart for Dan Quinn in Atlanta because after those first three years, then they go 7-9, and 7-9, and nine, he starts out 0-5 and, and gets yeah. fired. Right. Matt Ryan is fading yeah. and, and winding Kyle down, Shanahan and left. Kyle Shanahan is gone. Right. So all Kyle of a sudden, Shanahan you can left. see what, why that, yeah, right. that started to happen. Right. But I will give the commanders this. They hired somebody who is a made man in that, he coached a team to the Super Bowl. You got to give him that. Yeah, that's what and, I said. Okay, so I, I give him that because he's not Dave Canales in the Carolina or Brian Callahan in Tennessee yeah. or Mike McDonald yeah. in Seattle. He's not one of those. He's not completely unproven. He is proven to some degree, and yet I don't think Michael or I are all that intimidated by this hire. Don't I'm be. For him. I'm don't happy be. for him. No, don't I'm be intimidated. For him. I'm happy for him. He's a good man. Don't be intimidated. Don't, He's don't, a good don't man. And a good coach. And a good coach. So I'm happy for him. Take him to the airport. <laughs> <laughs>